Don't miss the Tigers' take on the Titans tonight, exclusive to Fox League, available on KO. New to KO? Start your free trial. Phil Rothfield joins us now. Buzz, good morning. It's amazing. I, 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 I'm a Panthers fan, but it's amazing that people have what seems from our SMSs, Buzz, a, a 50-50 opinion of Nathan Cleary. Good morning. Yeah, right. Good morning. Um, and look, I value the opinion of, um, of listeners all the time. But look, they're off. The, the guy is a champion. Mm. He really is a, just a superstar player. He's won Oregon, won a World Cup, won two premierships in a row. The most influential player at Penrith, and I think he's number one in the game. Why are the question one- marks, Buzz? Why did? Why does Nathan seem to carry this? I can't work it out. We never bag Sterling. We never bag Turvey. We never bag Alf, Sticky. I think Craig's right. Tall Poppy. Aussie's tall Poppy all the time. Yeah. Well, I just think he's the complete halfback. And you know at his age, with his experience, Joey or Jonathan Thurston hadn't achieved what Nathan Cleary had. He's a really, really special player. Um, I heard you mention your top three, Bulldog. There's one I'd throw in there that rarely gets mentioned in the top three, but um, I'm a massive fan of Joey Manu at the Roosters. Mm, absolutely. That he can he, he can play centre, five, eight, fullback. Whenever he plays fullback, he does 300 metres. Yeah. But, Buzz, yeah, people he, are saying clear he's not as good as Munster or Manu or Tedesco, oh, but they're different players, mate. They play different positions. Yeah. They've got different styles. It, it's a flawed argument. I don't know why people just can't sit back and enjoy him. Look, I'm the first to, you know, bag players or pull them up, you know, when they've done anything wrong. But seriously, this guy is on the way to becoming an all-time great, Mm. in my opinion. And I think he's number one player in the game now. And he's still got such a long way to go. He's only getting to an age now where a lot of great players begin to peak. Correct. I cannot understand it, guys. They've lost two games. One to St. Helens. One to the Broncos, and you know they'll they'll look. I, I spoke to the TAB this morning. Their odds of I think they've gone from four dollars out half a point or whatever. But long way to go, chaps. Correct. Buzz did a twenty six eighteen loss to South. Has it dulled your enthusiasm for the Sharks' prospects this season? Oh, not so much. Not not really, Bulldog. Um, look, it's hard to start. Um, Quinella got Parramatta next Friday night at Combank. But what last night did show me, it was I probably um, think South are, are going to have a much better year than I thought. And I based that around that right side and all the points they scored down there, particularly the form of Lachlan Elliott. Well, wasn't he good, he, Gee. Yeah, we, you notice he was responsible for a 12-point turnaround. Yep. He knocked the ball from... Uh, Ronaldo Militalo when he was diving over for a try and then a few minutes later scored a brilliant individual try at the other end of the field and while we're talking about halfbacks there was a lot of debate around whether South should have let Adam Reynolds go last year a um, little bit injury prone getting on in years but they off, they obviously had a lot of faith in Lachlan Elias and uh, he showed us why. I'm not still not saying it was the right thing to do to let Reynolds go, but they've certainly got a bright kid there. And I asked Dino earlier, Buzz, what was your take on the Seagulls and Dogs games uh, in terms of both sides and how they come up for round one? I was really, really happy to see Manly play so strong, play so happy. And look, I was one of many who wrote last year that there was a problem with Dally Cherry Evans and Jake Turbo. 
Did you see Cherry Evans scored his try? Jake was one of the first players jumping all over and congratulating him here. Seabold, Flanagan and everyone else at Manly have done a terrific job to bring happiness back into the club. Canterbury were disappointing, didn't help losing Flanagan. Don't think he should have gone to the sin bin, but long way to go. And um, Yeah, but I, I was really impressed with Manly. The concussion's a big story of the weekend, though, isn't it? Yeah, we've asked the coaches that we had on this morning, Seabold yeah, and Bellamy. Well. Yeah, they mm. were mixed, Buzz. They didn't have strong views mm. either yeah. way, but you know they both agreed that the players' welfare is paramount. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a watch this space, isn't it? But Dog, um, over the last 10 years, I've visited a lot of great old players who are now in nursing homes. And um, obviously the result of... Uh, the old playing rugby league in the old days when there wasn't the care and, and vigilance that the NRL now has to drag players off the field. Mm. And I'd rather see the NRL stay on this track than rather see them being safe rather than sorry. I'd rather see a doctor make a mistake in getting a player off the field than a doctor make a mistake in leave, leaving a player on the field. I mm. think there's always going to be controversy, but... Even that Kalen Ponga situation on Friday night, is the doctor supposed to look at the time clock as 10 to go, look at the scoreboard and think, geez, this is tight, I better... They can't base their decisions on that. So I, I actually applaud what the NRL's doing. I think the question, though, Buzz, that I would like to ask is that yep. can a doctor hand out a diagnosis over potential concussion from Redvern when you do have doctors on the sideline who are club doctors and they are aligned to those clubs, but they can make a considered opinion by looking and talking to the player. Yeah, well, one thing, the the independent doctor in the bunker can make a... uh, can have an opinion on the impact of the collision. And the, the, the way the player hits the ground, that, that, that's what... For the actual examination, of course they can't. Mm. What the NRL found, though, dog, it gets so frantic on a sideline on a rugby league venue these days. And a doctor might be in stitching up a player. A doctor might be examining someone's knee in the shed and organising ice with the physios and all that. Dog, often... The club doctor doesn't see the collision. Why can't Obviously, we get the independent doctors to the games then? Get them on the sideline. Well, not a bad idea. Mm. Not a bad idea. But you, you see what I... Look, I'm not bagging the Knights coach, Ricky, Wayne Ben, or any of them. It's, it's a debate the game needs to have. But as I said to you, it was horrific going into these nursing homes, pup. Mm. And I only... And their families are now wishing, if only... We had the took the precautions, the safer options we have today. But you make a point. They all make a point. But no one's that's, no one's suggesting, Buzz, that we don't look after the players. That's not the issue. The issue is yeah. who looks after them. None of the coaches are saying we're going to push our concussed players back onto the field. Yeah. Um, Callum Ponga said, I couldn't believe it. Ten minutes to go, game on the line. Mm-hmm. What sort of comment's that? What if it has happened after five minutes? Yeah, the, the, and the time problem is the the problem is dog, and we all say, and, and you know, I know we got to get onto the column. Adam O'Brien is fighting to save his career. 
He needs to win football games. He needs his best player on the park. Now, Pong is in a similar position. I'm writing about this tomorrow. He has had... He, he misbehaved last year. He wants to show Newcastle fans how committed he is. He doesn't want to come off and go... Is he the right person to make that decision? Yeah, that's the key yeah. question. It, it yeah. is, it's a fascinating debate. I don't think there's any right or wrong answer immediately. Getting the balance right, though, Buzz, seems to be the issue. Hey, Buzz, fascinating story in your column, What's the Buzz in the Sunday Telegraph, about changes to the Dallium um, voting this year. Can you explain it, mate? Yeah, really, really interesting. Mm. Um, there has been controversy over the years over different awards, not that we can argue about recent winners, but the NRL, in their wisdom, have decided to appoint two judges to every game this year. They will both vote 3-2-1. And so a clear man of the match could get six points, and then so both points will be added up. What surprised me is what I regard as probably a lack of transparency. We're not going to know who the judges are each week, which I find um, quite incredible. Um, I like to know. Um, Why are they hiding it from us, Buzz? I, I, I don't know, Bulldog. I really don't. There was a suggestion that maybe um, they would attract more judges. People like Brad Fittler, Greg Alexander say, Billy Slater at Channel 9, coming up to Origin, are reluctant to publicly judge these awards because they don't want to be seen to be giving away hints or, mm. you know, things like that. Um, maybe that's behind it. Maybe they want to protect the judges from a lot of criticism that's been handed out to them over a long period of time. There's certainly, I'm baffled every couple of weeks by some of the decisions, but it's subjective and... Um, you know, we, I, I guess, you know, the NRL's trying to do the right thing around the integrity and the, the, the award, but I don't necessarily agree with the way they've gone about it. Buzz, I was interested to read this in your column this morning. When is a four-year, $5 million salary not enough? Surely mm. Eels halfback Mitchell Moses has had enough time to make a decision. The longer the delay, the more the punters will question his form. He had his backside smacked by Jerome Hughes on Thursday night. Why did you write yeah. that? Well, do you think he looked like a $1.25 million a year halfback on Friday night? No. Right, well, Dag and Cleary, and well, the punters are, um, I, by the look of the way he played, um, I cannot for the life of me understand um, why he hasn't signed. I don't know what the delay is about. Parramatta have gone as close as they can to matching the West Tigers' offer. If Mitchell Moses really loves Parramatta, if Mitchell Moses is really genuine about staying there, I just don't know why he doesn't sign. Mm. I don't know why it's dragging on so long. I know he's got until May till he has to take up his option, but Parramatta have made it very clear they want him for four years for $5 million, and I reckon it might have affected his form with debate every single day of the week about what's he going to do. When's he going to make the decision? Mm. It's supposed to be before the first game of the year. And I think it'll go on and on and on until he does make that decision. It's a really good do point. Do you think yeah. he should sign? And oh, you've got to make a call one way or the other. I think you're 100% right. Jerome Hughes had a terrific game for Storm on, on Thursday night. Um, 
Parramatta had chances to win that game, Buzz. They could have iced it a number of times. They took the wrong options on fifth tackles, etc. That was when Mitchell Moses had to stand up and win that football game. It's not always going to happen, to be fair, to a number seven. Ray, when when you're getting paid or demanding $1.25 million, those tight games that need closing down and the direction for 80 minutes comes from your playmaker. And look, he's not captain of the side, but Look, I I think punters are entitled to ask the questions now about um, whether it's playing in the back of his mind because he didn't play all that good on Friday night. Buzz, before we let you go, I was also interested in an item in your column. Uh, Leichhardt Council's come under fire for its neglect of Sydney's most famous old suburban ground. Instead yeah. of spending 50... Fo- that's Leichhardt Oval, obviously. Mm-hmm. Instead of spending... $55 million to purchase a new office block in Liverpool. Yeah, really interesting one, Bulldog. Uh, you can understand councils these days buying investment properties and they will get a return, like I thought, in a West Council of about $3 million a year out of rent. But meanwhile, Leichhardt Oval, the, what I consider the best suburban ground in Sydney as far as uh, theatre and and atmosphere, it's just a beautiful place. I wish I was going there this evening. They've missed out. They gave them a million dollars for a few cosmetic improvements, toilet, a couple of canteens were done. And the mayor is blaming the Premier, Dominic Perrottet, for lack of funding and the fact he's a West Tigers supporter and he's given Penrith 300 million. He won't give. But here he is spending 55 million way out of his territory and. I think, you know, he needs to be looking at his own backyard and doing something for his constituents and, and, and improving facilities that wonderful old ground because it is in desperate need. You look at those games on the weekend, boys. How good did Brookie look yesterday? Mm, mm. Suburban ground needs. Full How houses. good did Cronulla look yep. last night? Mm. You know what? Both sellouts. Yep. Yeah, Combank Com- Thursday the- night, Penrith Friday night. All look fantastic. Yeah. Know, so. But these suburban venues, Ray, the punters love them, mm. and the government have got to start thinking about, do we need a billion dollars spent on Arlings for the roosters who get twenty grand or 20,000 people yeah. on a good day? The thing with Leichhardt, like like Buzz, it's been a debate that's been going around for years and years and years, isn't it? People want... Yeah, but I didn't know the Inner West Council yeah, I know. had 55 yeah. million sitting in the <laughs> bank. So. It's bizarre. It really is. They've got nearly as much property as Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another year or two. He's the real estate czar on the Northern Beaches, Bulldog. Hey, um, Buzz, two games to complete the opening round. We'll get to see the Dolphins for the first time against the Sydney Roosters, West Tigers against the Gold Coast. How do you see these two games, Buzz? Oh, well, the Roosters are obviously going to win. Um I think I just hope the Dolphins are competitive and first up with their best side. Can't wait to see Qatar at five eight. Um I just hope, you know, they remain competitive for a long period of the game. And look, I've tipped the Tiger the Titans. Um I, I like what they've done in the off season. I like their forward pack with Tino for Peter. Both firm are very underrated second row forward, Sammy Verrill's a hooker. Four and Boyd, I, I think they can beat the West Tigers, but it'll be a great game of footy, that one. Isn't it great to have the footy back, Buzz? Oh, mate, I love mm-hmm. it. I, I checked with the TAB odds, and there's been some big fluctuations. As I said, Penrith have got out. There's been a lot of money for South overnight since their win on the weekend. Yeah. They've tightened, sold Manly. Um, 
it's really, really exciting, guys, and um, I, I hope we see a couple more good games this afternoon. Sure we will. Hey, Buzz, appreciate it as always on a Sunday. We'll talk next week. On you, guys.